0: Hello, and God bless you. Ladies, we have been rocking and rolling with Heart Health all month long. Can you believe that we are coming to the end of Heart Health Month? It has gone by so fast. And during this month, we've been intentional about taking action to protect our physical heart. And we've even had discussions surrounding healing emotional heart wounds. I pray that you've gained some tools to put in your health toolbox to take care of your heart and are doing all the things that promote self-care, such as healthy eating, drinking water, getting proper rest, and exercising. Proverbs 4.23 reminds us that we are to guard our hearts with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life. Issues are those things that impact our physical, spiritual, and emotional health. One of the ways that we can guard our hearts spiritually is with the Word of God. My guest on today's show, Dr. Faye Hinte, is passionate about seeing women become strong disciples for Jesus Christ through the Scriptures. In this interview, we discuss her newly authored work, Discover how to study your Bible guide. In an age of culture wars, discovering what the Bible says is key to every Christian living a purposeful and impactful life that brings honor and glory to God. Let's get to it. When it comes to women's health, there's an overwhelming amount of information out there, and honestly, it can be quite confusing. Diets, fads, trends, which one is right? What if I told you the answers to optimal health can be found in one of the most ancient medical books ever written, the Bible? If you're ready to take the guesswork out of living a healthier life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show. I'm Rakesia McMillan honorably retired Air Force veteran, certified health coach, and award-winning author. After years of trying to recover my health the world's way, I was still sick, depressed, and had no energy. Finally, I surrendered to God, and he showed me in the Bible how to recover my health, and it rocked my world naturally. My calling is to help women who are struggling and burnout to have more energy and lose weight by using God's prescription for physical, mental, and spiritual health. If you're ready to experience extraordinary health, grab your favorite herbal tea or power smoothie, and let's get ready to rock your world naturally. The Bible is a divine book made up of 66 books. Those 66 books feature many genres, multiple characters, and numerous themes that span for thousands of years. Numerous plots serve the larger central plot, which unifies God's plan, and sometimes it can be challenging to understand the Bible. What if you had a resource to help guide you to understand the foundational book of our Christian faith? My guest on today's show, Dr. Faye Obamahinte, has a solution. Dr. Obamahinte is a dynamic wife, mother, ordained minister of the gospel, is a Bible teacher, speaker, author, co founder of nonprofit Oasis Focus Incorporated, and co host of Oasis Connection, a Christian TV program, and business owner of Ravir LLC. She was born in Phoenix, Arizona to Nigerian parents. She grew up in Nigeria with her paternal grandparents. In this interview, she provides insight and wisdom on the importance of becoming a spiritually powerful woman by learning how to independently study the Bible. We'll hear more after hearing from our show sponsors, GetFit21 and my School of Health. Heart disease is the number one silent killer of women in the U.S. As a health coach, my passion is to help change this narrative with my Get Fit 21 health coaching program. Get Fit 21 is a 21-day medically endorsed educational and accountability program designed to help you achieve and maintain a lifelong healthy weight, blood sugar, cholesterol, blood pressure, and positive mindset. More than 35,000 people have experienced dramatic and positive results. Our culture promotes one diet fad after another, leaving many women confused about what to eat and how to become physically active. Get Fit 21 is different. It is a proven approach that combines science-based education, daily coach interaction, and a supportive, fun, and results-driven community. This program empowers you to step into a healthy lifestyle. Don't put your goal of getting healthier off another day. Show yourself some love by investing in your health. During this Heart Health Month, take action towards better health. If you spend 21 days of your life with me, it will be one of the best decisions that you will ever make regarding your health. You can go to my website, rakesiamcmillan.com, to sign up for the Get Fit 21 Prime Health Pack. My coaching program comes with healthy eating guides, workout programs for all levels, balanced nutrition and supplementation, tools and resources to track your daily progress, audio lessons, videos, one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Research shows that it takes 21 days for a person to make a new habit. When you improve your habits, you improve your health. Visit rakesiamcmillan.com to sign up for the Get Fit 21 program today. Do you want to know the secret of women who don't get sick? Have you ever wondered why you always seem to come down with a life-threatening virus or certain illnesses throughout the year while other women sail through the season sniffle, cough, and ache-free? The secret lies in having a strong immune system. I know this all too well because I used to suffer from a weakened immune system prior to becoming a health coach. Everything from the common cold to cancer is affected by your immune system. And when your immune system is strong, you will experience amazing health and vitality. And so if you're ready to say goodbye to always feeling sick and enjoy a healthy, energized life. I'm offering my free course, Seven Ways to Boost Your Immune System and Live a Vibrant Life. I created this course to help you take charge of your immune system absolutely free. In this course, you're going to learn ways to prevent illnesses, discover natural ways to boost immunity, you're going to receive tips on how to gain energy and vitality, a colorful 20-page immune-boosting e-guide, video presentation to follow along with the e-guide, and I've also included bonus breathwork biblical meditations all for free. You can say yes to better health by enrolling in this course today by going to my School of Health at Rakecia McMillan dot com forward slash school of health. that's rakeciamacmillancommunity dot com forward slash school of health. Thank you so much for listening into the show on today. I'm so looking forward to uh, presenting our guest on today and I have had her. On our show previously, where we discussed her book at the time, Crushed to Restored, which shared her journey about um, healing from emotional and psychological abuse and using her journey to bless and to minister into the lives of women as well as men everywhere. So it is my pleasure to present to you today our special guest, Dr. Faye Obama Hente, Dr. Obama Hente, welcome to the show today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. McClellan. Always a delight and thank you. You said it so well. I am just blessed to know you and thank God for you, your ministry and all that you do in helping people to be whole and to be well. And I am excited as we dive in into sharing about God's word today. So again, thank you for having me.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure and a blessing to, to have you on the show today. And so for those, uh, Dr. Obama-Hente, um, that may not be familiar with who you are, I know I've, I've read your bio a little bit at the beginning of the show, but who would you say that you are if someone were to ask you that question?
1: Ha, ha I will say that I am a woman that God has rescued, that he loves and dotes on every single day. And I get the amazing opportunity to be his ambassador wherever he places me. I will tell people that because that's really the key thing. He's given me so much opportunities in life and um, each one of them points to one thing, to be his ambassador wherever he has me. So that's uh, what I will say. And um, I love people and I never meet a stranger. There's always a means to connect, to find out who they are and leading them in a connection, a discussion back to really what matters because that could be my last time of seeing them. I want to introduce them to my absolute best friend, Jesus Christ, my savior and my Lord.
0: Hmm, I love that. And even as you're just sharing, when you mentioned that word ambassador, you know, someone who stands and comes to represent whether it is a country, but for us, it is the kingdom of God. So representing the kingdom of God and all that you do in those various opportunities. And I just, um, I'm really thinking about when we think about opportunities, it's just not within the four walls of the church, but God has called us to expand beyond those walls. And so what are some of the opportunities, Dr. Obama-Hente, that God has graced you with and to bring across your path?
1: Wow. There's been so many. So um, one of them um, is in working in governmental agencies. Um, I just completed, and I say that because I just completed serving five years um, on the state council for Texas Diabetes in our state. Um, it was a council that I, I was appointed to by the governor of our state, Governor Abbott. And my first three years on that council was as a council member and my my last two years on that council was as the chair um, of the council. The um, governor appointed me first as a council member and then um, um, two years, um, last last two years as the chair of that council. So a little backstory to that before all that happened, I had ran for um, State Board of Education, which is... Um, a political um you know position in serving in education. and um, uh, as the terrain of politics goes for everybody that knows, you know that is based on political parties. So some of us will prefer that that not be the case, but that's how it is. So it's what it is. And um, running in that uh, running in in that aspect, you first have to run in the primary of you know that political party. And so there were three of us, and of course the incumbent was the one that you know um, had the win for the um, run in that election. And so a lot of people told me then that, well, you know what? We just want you to do this. I said, you know, I've learned so many things um, through this opportunity that was given me. My eyes were wide open, things that I never knew before. Um, But I think the greatest thing out of it was The over 25,000 people that I get to meet and that voted um, for me, they never knew me before. I never ran for any office before. In fact, my husband was the one that did anything political. I never did anything political to that point. Um, But my eyes was open to the need of um, shining light and truth even within a political system, even within our government. And so the opportunity, it was then after that um, failed attempt of running for state board that I got the call from the governor's office to be a council member on this statewide um, organization that was tasked with helping address the issues of diabetes among Texans, you know, in general. Mm -hmm. And I had the opportunity to work with, you know, many of them Um, um, were uh, people that knew the Lord, that loved the Lord, and some were not, but they were highly professionals and experts in each one of their field. And we had the opportunity to work together. And then when the second call came um, to be the chair of the organization, the Holy Spirit said, I am shining my light through you. And Mm -hmm. through you, others will get to see what it looks like living for Jesus Christ. Wow. Mm -hmm. Something that I never knew, you know, that will happen in my wildest dream. And here I am, you know, um, a child of God, the very last person that could ever be um, appointed or selected or chosen to lead the organization. And Mm Every single time I was getting ready to go to the quarterly meetings, I will spend time in prayer and God will show me exactly what is going to happen. Mm. He will show me what is going to happen to prepare me for discussions or questions. And every single time I made that trip to the state capitol, I knew I was representing Jesus Christ. I was Mm -hmm. not representing myself, what I thought. I was not representing anything but Jesus Christ because... Mm -hmm um he provides what i need he shows me what is going to happen and exactly every single thing happens that way. There was one particular time the Holy Spirit said, I want you to get ready. You're going to be delayed at the airport. And it might the delay might almost make you miss the meeting, be prepared for it. I said, oh, really? Okay, Lord, is it possible for me to find another flight? He said, no, you're not going to be able to find another flight, but I'm preparing you for you to know that this will happen. Well, I got to the airport And lo and behold, my flight was for 9 a.m. Because those that know me know that I am super, I am one of these super prepare ahead of time kind of person. (laughs) So my flight was at nine so that I will get there on time and I will have at least one hour, you know, to, you know, kind of do anything, last minute things that needed to happen. Well, I got to to the airport. My nine o'clock flight um, was canceled. But you see, I was not disappointed. I was not down. I just started to say, thank you, Lord. You did tell me what was going to happen. And yeah. then guess what? The flight to leave was at 11. That means I was going to get there at 12. And I will only have a window of 30 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, I did get there because the Holy Spirit had already prepared me. I got there 10 minutes before the official kickoff of the meeting at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, I was not frazzled. I was not, I mean, I just got there and, you know, um, everyone, the agency staff, they were like, oh, we were thinking, where are you? Um, maybe we'll have to get someone else. I said, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And, that was it. and we started the meeting. And afterwards, um, one of the council members came and said, you were so calm And here we were on this end. They were thinking, oh, where are you? Where are you? You're not here yet. They Mm. couldn't reach you. And you were so calm. And I said, that that is the evidence of the peace of God. Because every time I'm here, I am not here by myself. I am here because of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's right here with me doing Mm. So. That's one way that he's given me the opportunity to represent him, to show him what it looks like. Um, sometimes discussions are heated, sometimes you know they're direct, sometimes um, you know, they show the consensus of hearing different sides and coming to a decision. Um, and just like our Lord Jesus Christ will do, he's given me that opportunity. And there's nothing that gives me the greatest joy, knowing that he um, gives me um, what to say. He prepares me. He shows me what is going to happen, and he makes it. He might not tell me the whole detail, you know, but he prepares me so that I do know. Just like what happened at that airport, that my flight was delayed. He mm-hmm. had to wait. Told me in prayer that was going to happen. So that's just one opportunity in representing Jesus Christ because many times um, in our world, um, people feel that people of the kingdom um, are clueless about things. Um, people of the kingdom, are people that compromise, mm. people Kingdom uh people that do not know what goes on in the culture um you know and so for them to know that people of the kingdom God's people mm-hmm. uh, they know what's going on they don't compromise they stand for a kingdom that they know is greater than any other kingdom an everlasting kingdom and for them to know that it's good for them to see what the kingdom and the people of God look like when that mm-hmm. places them. Uh, Wherever he wants, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. like like in my um, own situation. So that's one prime example. And I just had the opportunity to complete my five years last month, Mm -hmm. January 2023.
0: So, wow, that is a powerful testament to how God will use people of the kingdom in those atmospheres that he has called you to. It reminds me so much of Daniel and Deborah who were strong women and men of God, but they were also um, being used by God in the political sense to bring influence, godly influence to their culture. And so the fact that God is using you in that way is just a powerful testament that it's, again, God can use us in these different arenas, different platforms. Even politically, because there are some Christians who are still of a mindset that we should not be involved politically, but all throughout the scriptures, it's clear that that God can use men and women of God um, in that capacity as well.
1: Yes, he does that. Um, You know, our lives is his life. So he gets to choose how he wants to use the life that he created. So, and that's um, the key thing. Um, For us as believers, even if we don't want to be involved politically, the Bible tells us our greatest assignment to pray for our leaders, pray for Mm -hmm. our political leaders, uh, from our president, um, from our congressmen, our reps, our senators, from our state, our governor from, you know, um, states, same thing as our state rep and senators, from uh, mayors in our local government, our school board, and um, Mm -hmm. in praying for them. So even those that might feel that they don't want to be involved, they need to be involved on their knees because Mm -hmm. actually our prayers and the spiritual realm is the one that governs what happens in the physical realm. And we pray that model prayer that will be done as it Mm -hmm. is in heaven um, here on earth. And so if if they don't like what it is, the posture, and I always say it doesn't matter what political party you lean on. um, Key thing is we have people in leadership on both sides that have said yes to serve people and Mm -hmm. some are doing an excellent job and some are not. Whether they're doing an excellent job or not, each one needs our prayers as God's people praying for them. And then there's there's some that God will call into those arenas, um, whether to run for um, a school board or city uh, council or the state or the federal, um, whichever way it is for God's people to know that um, our government really, really Relies on us, on our prayers to pray for them and um, pray the heart of God for each one.
0: Oh, absolutely. And Dr. Obama can you share what your experience was like being a part of the council, being on different boards as a woman leader? Can you share a little bit regarding insight in that?
1: Oh, I can. <laughs> I can <laughs> because. Um, when I started out as a council member, it's a it's a council member. I think there's fifteen members, and then we have some that are voting members and some that are non-voting members. The non-voting members represent um, people from different governmental agencies, so they have reps from like the Texas Retirement Employee Retirement System, um, Teachers Retirement System, Texas Workforce. Commission, so they have reps from all those, and you know those reps from those governmental agency are, are non-voting members, and then the council members that are directly appointed by the governor are voting members. Um, you know, and most of them because um, it's an organization that. Um, looks at health for all people so we do have pharmacists on the council we have a lot of physicians on the council we have um, uh, attorneys on the council we have um, let's see um, other expertise insurance on the council so there's a diversity dietitians a diversity of skills on the council and I think, I was probably one of the first educators that came on the council. And so um, in working together, we always have to understand that anything people are involved in, they're always passionate about it. And so sometimes discussions can be so passionate, especially when we have what we call work groups, which is more like an informal setting, meetings um, in the subcommittees, Um, you can have passionate conversations that almost looks like, okay, people are picking on each other. Mm -hmm. So as a child of God, you have to be able to step back and see things that probably others don't see and Mm -hmm. say, okay. Everyone wants their voice heard. That's Mm -hmm. the key thing. And always see the best intent and take the best intent from all sides and see how can I put this together to help move us forward. So that's one. That's an insight, you know, for me. Mm -hmm. Another insight for me is um, it's said that it's lonely at the top. It is. And you have to know that that's what comes with the terrain of being a leader, especially Mm -hmm. um, if you are a a leader in that capacity. Mm -hmm. Knowing and um, being in tune with your voice, your Mm -hmm. voice as a person, that means what is your voice? Not you're going in without a voice. You're Mm -hmm. going in without a stance. You're going in without your own solid um, information. That's one thing. And I will encourage anyone to do that because if you don't have your voice, then you become um, what I call, you. you be, it becomes easy for you to be um, sideline, side rail, and you're just there for nothing. Let's just put it that way. So knowing your voice and knowing what that voice stands for is always very important. So when I came in as um, one of the educators they've not had, the Holy Spirit had showed me, okay, one of the things that you can really contribute is in part of education. And the council had done something years back on that because the council is over 40 years um, plus. And they had done something, but it wasn't successful. And so I said, well, how about this opportunity we have to review the state curriculum for our public schools? Mm. Well, the scent came like, hmm, we tried it before it didn't work. We did it before it wasn't good. Oh, the state education agency, they don't respond. Um, we don't, let's not waste our time. Well, I said, why don't we give it a try? Let's give it a try again. Let's actually have someone from the um, uh, education agency come and, um, you know, show us what it entails for us to participate and be a partner in reviewing the health education ticks, which at that time, Had been written, but had never been reviewed, had Mm -hmm. never been reviewed to update it to what we have right now. And we did that. But my sole key thing was always looking at underserved communities. So, Mm -hmm. as a voice for underserved communities, um, shining light to the fact that these are some of the needs of underserved communities that you might not have thought of because. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't have anyone within your network or friends that you communicate with or leave or have ever associated with them. These are some of the challenges. um as a Latino, as an African American, you know, as an Asian, these are some of those challenges. Now, let's look through those lens. So being able to bring that, it's because mm. I had that voice and I had that stance. So if I didn't have it, I could be an African-American on that committee, but if I didn't have that, I will not be able to bring that as the focus of people we needed to serve and people we needed to help, people that could not advocate for themselves and seeing that um, God placed you here to be an advocate for them, not for myself, but for them. And so... um, it was good to know that we could do that, and we did, and it was successful. And that reviewed um, health education ticks actually kicked off this school year, August of 2022, mm-hmm. and um, for over five million students across Texas. Oh,
0: wow, that is powerful because I know that that is truly, you know, the one of the heart of your mission is to reach out to those individuals, those children that are in distressed communities, and what a platform to be able to be able to provide quality curriculum, curriculum that is going to be beneficial um, to our future generations.
1: Yes, and think about this. When the curriculum was written over 20-something years ago, There was no mention in a health education. Think about it, a health education curriculum. There was no mention of diabetes. There was no mention of obesity. So just think about it. It got updated when we worked on it, beginning of 2019, when we worked on it, it got updated with obesity and diabetes. And you and I know. (laughs) <laughs> not just for young people, not just within African-American communities or underserved communities. You know the challenges that we have as a nation when it comes to diabetes and obesity.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Powerful, powerful. I want to talk a little bit about Dr. Hinte, your most recent book, that you have been blessed to write. And this is near and dear to my heart because not only does God use you in political arenas, educational arenas, but also in the kingdom of God um, in the area of discipleship and the word of God. And so your latest book, Discover How to Study Your Bible Guide. Can you share a little bit about how the idea of writing this particular book came to you? Oh, yes, I can. (laughs) So, you know, the pandemic came
1: um, in such a way that um, no one uh, knew what was coming ahead. I remember that uh, it was you know, most of the schools. So at that time I had a professional development company and some of our consultants were looking forward to going out to um, West Texas. West Texas is um, one of the oil areas in Texas. And so we had already signed the contract with the state um, to conduct a review of curriculum and to train um, principals, hold focus groups with um, superintendents as well as teachers um, in this West Texas community. So it wasn't just going to be the school, it will be the community as well. And so um, it was going to be after spring break. Okay. So everyone was ready um hotels you know already um secured and everyone was ready to do that well it happened that that was the time um you know students went and teachers and principal went on spring break but they didn't get a chance to come back covid Ooh. hit right and everything shut down for us that meant cancellation of over 80,000 worth of contracts in doing in the doing this walk and the walk was to start um, after spring break in March and to extend up until September of um, 2020 so um that did not happen and we know all what know what happened that we were all home for the entire of 2020 right yeah. so um prior to that I used to do community women's Bible study. And so we will meet um, in different areas, different locations. We've even used our um, clubhouse, you know, where we stay. And, um, you know, women will come together, we will come together once a week. And we had um, different books of the Bible that we um, did. And um, because I'm a precept Bible um, leader, and many times some of our studies will come from, you know, precept. Um, books that we did. And so we also were getting ready in April to do another women's Bible study. And this study was going to be one of the studies that one of the women had recommended we do. Well, of course, we didn't get to do that in April of Mm -hmm. 2020. And so a lot of the women said, well, we cannot just stay like this and and not have Bible study. Mm-hmm. And we all know what happened. The ingenuity of God's people kicked in. Mm-hmm. No one knew that mm-hmm. we could have services online. Some mm-hmm. churches were already offering you know, something online, but it wasn't as pronounced mm-hmm. and it wasn't as um, mandated as we all um, got to the point that we had to do this, right? So connecting virtually. And we know that um, Zoom became the, Uh, platform of use for almost everyone. So we launched women's Bible study online. Mm. And so of some of the women, um, you know, felt that, hmm, and we had um, some women that it was a big challenge for them, you know, being home, not being able to see each other, because during our Bible study times, we spent 20 and a half hours together we just did not dive into Bible study we got there there was time for fellowship there was time you know to um, pray there was time to worship before we dived into our study time and then after the study time there was time for questions application and activating whatever the Holy Spirit had dropped in the hearts of the women yes so um the the request came from a lot of the women you know, we don't have the opportunity for this. Can you please write um, something on how to study our Bibles at home? (laughs) Uh, I wasn't feeling it then, you know, I wasn't feeling it in 2020. However, by the time we got to 2021, I was feeling it because a lot of the women had um, gone back from their daily pursuit of getting into God's word. Mm -hmm. So for some of them, um, the fact that they did not have that opportunity to continue fellowshipping as they were used to at church, um, you know, uh, Bible studies, it put a really big dent in their work with God. Mm -hmm. As I began to seek the face of God and ask God, Lord, what is this? Why is this? The Holy Spirit began to take me to God's word on the need for discipleship yeah. in our so called American culture. Yes. That our so called American culture, there's nothing wrong in it. We're big on the corporateness of mm. um, fellowship. However, that personal walk with God is where the enemy gets God's people. I yeah. said, wow. And I said, okay, now I understand the cry of the women's heart saying, please, can you write us something? Please, can you write us something? Mm -hmm. And um, I know even before COVID and some of the women had said, can you do an outline for us of how to study the Bible? We know we have the guides, we have the preset, but you know, something that you kind of, you know, break down and things like that. I said, okay, you're wanting like maybe a two pager. I could do that. That's not a problem. And I didn't I didn't ever get to do that until you know 2020 came. we mm. saw the experience of 2020. I saw what um, the effect was on the lives of women, not just on women and men as well um, and families as well. So 2021 found me on my face seeking the Lord and asking him, okay Lord. And after he showed that to me, um one of the ladies in the Bible study, sent me just at the very same time of seeking, asking, and receiving those answers from God. One of the ladies sent me um, a study by Banner um, group. And Banner is the um, group that does uh, Christian um, research studies, Mm -hmm. um, intersection of faith and culture. Mm -hmm. And when she sent me that thing and I read it, I screamed.
0: Mm-hmm. I could
1: not believe it. I said, wow, this is a need. I said, okay, Lord. Yeah, she sent me this. And the Lord said, well, remember that two-pager? Well, this is a time to develop that two-pager into actually a study guide for my people. Mm-hmm. I said, Okay, Lord. I just needed to caval the time. Well, from 2021, I did not find in trying to navigate going back to the semi-normal that we knew it as in 2021, I did not find that time to cover that time to do that. 2022 provided um as things went back to normal, you know, normal as the new normal, not as we yeah. knew it before. Right. Um, the time came and I had that time to be able to dedicate to now take that two pager and expand on that two pager. And actually with the heart cry that I've seen, and I had at that time at some of the women going back in their faith, in their work with God and, um, some entirely forsaking their faith entirely. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then some straggling back that, okay, Lord, it made me realize the need of the hour. It made me realize that, wow, COVID was just not COVID. Yeah. The enemy used it also to snatch people mm-hmm. away from their faith, from their God. And as okay. I began to take that to pager and expand it more and more, I discovered something. I discovered that. It's almost impossible if you have a personal walk with God on a daily basis in God's word, no matter what happens, you are tethered to him and tethered to his heart. That was the big alarm as I developed that two-pager into the, the study guide that, wow, I get it now, Lord. We have a discipleship problem. We have this great need, especially in our Western culture, um, of what it means to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yes, going to church is one of them. Yes, attending men or women's Bible study is one of them. But the critical thing is following Jesus day by day, one-on-one in wherever we find ourselves, in a hotel, in our homes, wherever it is, a daily pursuit of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that was how all that came much together, taking that two-pager and becoming what it is, and you will find that um, I think either in the beginning I share the fact of um, my my letter, my heart. I share the fact of the need for Bible literacy and how that developed. What the pandemic did, that reference was all this background I'm giving you. How hmm. many people, you know, um, left their faith, left following the Lord, and things like that.
0: Yes. Hmm. Oh, you, you just hit on so many points, Dr. Obama-Hente. And I cannot agree with you more that here in the Western culture, we are more focused on the corporate gathering than the building up of people um, in the foundation of the word of God. And it just makes me reflect on my walk with Christ. When I first truly committed my life to the Lord, I was 19 years old, uh, stationed in South Korea um, with the military. And one of the things I am so grateful for is the pastor that was pastoring at the time, Pastor Alvin Shepard. And he took us through discipleship, Dr. Obama Hinte. And every week we were gathering together, going through the scriptures, studying the word of God, like he taught us how to study the Bible. And I I thought that that was everyone's experience, but I've come to understand that it's not.
1: <laughs> you know, your experience is, it's not, it's not. You are one of the few. And I have the same experience like you have. Um, So my husband and I have been blessed to be part of a church that we've been part of now since um, 2004 when we moved counties. And um, our pastor's approach is a Bible study approach in his teaching. And he actually teaches in series. Mm -hmm. Uh, But is the same thing and he knows that because he normally tells and say make sure you study your Bible
0: yeah
1: and you can have a pastor like that like you had like we have and like many pastors out there they bust you know um, their energy in ensuring they feed their flock
0: yeah
1: that's that's Sunday that doesn't take care of the reality of Monday yeah the reality oh. of Tuesday. The reality of Wednesday, the reality of Thursday, the reality of Friday, and the reality of Saturday. Why? Because the realities of Monday through Saturday is where life happens.
0: Yes, yes.
1: yes. And... It, the Western culture condition to going to church on Sunday and spending these two hours or mm-hmm. maybe even less, depending on how you know people's churches are structured.
0: Yeah.
1: If you don't have a personal study time of work with God, you're not going to make Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so by the time they get to Sunday, They're on life support and they're wanting every single thing their beloved pastor is about to teach them.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: (laughs) But their beloved pastor expects them that I'm giving you this on Sunday, but make sure you have something like this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's where life happens because that's where, you know, they go to work. That's where they go to school. That's where um, they're in the community, you know, in all facets of life, whether they're government leaders, that's where all those things are. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like church. Everybody tries to bring their best self to church. No, Mm -hmm. their real self shows up on Monday. It Mm -hmm. shows up on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If they don't have a personal walk with God, they're not going to make it. They will be on life support by the time they come to church on Mm
0: -hmm. Sunday. You had mentioned something a little earlier, Dr. Obama Hente. You mentioned the phrase daily pursuit. And I don't think that a lot of that is taught in within the church environment, that this is an everyday spiritual practice, because as you said. If we're not in the Word of God daily, that we're going to end up as those Sunday morning Christians on life support because life has hit us so hard that we don't have the word of God to gird us up and to provide that foundation that that we need. And so when it comes to daily pursuit and teaching individuals how to be in the word of God daily. In your um, experience, Dr. Obama-Hente, why do you think there's such a great disconnect in this area? Like, what is it? Because it seems like it is a prevalent thing throughout the church where there's not solid, sound discipleship going on. You know,
1: there's so many factors that um, can contribute to it, but I know for sure where we are right now, the pandemic contributed a whole lot to it. Mm -hmm. Um, There is this thing many times, um, like some of the things that I found, you know, in writing it, in developing that two-pager into the guide, people feel intimidated by translations. Mm -hmm. And I always tell them, hey, Translation is not the key thing. Which one do you like? Do you like guess what? do you like to read your Bible like you like we're talking right now? They like, yeah, I said, well, it's called the amplified version. They like, really? I said, yeah, if that's what you like, get it. God speaks through the amplified. He doesn't speak through this thou art, you Mm -hmm. know, King James. Mm -hmm. So, but the King James is what all of us grew up with. And when we came to Christ or when you go to churches or even when you go to hotels, the Gideon Bibles, they're all in King James, right? So we've been conditioned, this corporate community um, conditioning of our thinking, that that's the only translation that is sacred. Mm -hmm. No. So intimidation of translation is one.
0: Mm. Number
1: two, many times we like to complicate things that God has so simplified.
0: Mm. Humans. Could you
1: please repeat that again? (laughs) As humans, we like to complicate what God has simplified. We do. We like to complicate that. And we do that a lot within the body of Christ. We just like to complicate things. Mm. Um, What God has simplified. For example, his word says John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Is that simple? That means anyone, it doesn't matter who they are, whatever label their culture has out there, can call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. No questioning. Just like right now. We're questioning a gathering of young people that just want to praise God and pray. Yes. So, so we like to complicate things when God has simplified them. Yeah. So we like to complicate things and say people have to do this, 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 that. No, if walking with God daily is as simple as if 10 minutes is what you have, start with that 10 minutes. Lord, I thank you. I praise you. Find a plan that works within that 10 minutes. My my plan might be, I'm going to read two verses of Proverbs every single day. God honors it. Then just don't pray for yourself. Pray for somebody else, maybe one or two today. That's your 10, 15 minutes. God honors it. And you've dedicated and committed that force 10, 15 minutes of your day to God. Simple as that. As you grow in your relationship, just like any friendship grows, friendship grows to the point that I can tell you, okay, this is me today. As our friendship grows, I can begin to unpack maybe what happened to me 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Why? Because we now have, this capacity um, of our intimacy, it's grown. It's the same thing. So that 10 minutes that you started with, as you grow with the Lord, in two months, it might have increased to 20 minutes. Praise God. Yes, yes. Another two months, it can increase to 30 minutes. Yeah. So it's something you get to um, decide as your relationship grows. But we complicate things and we say, hey, you need two hours for a personal time with God. He never said any any of that in the word of God. So you get to choose from that 10 minutes as you grow, you can actually get to spend two hours before the Lord, but that's because you have developed that capacity in your relationship with him.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I just think it's so good and I'm just so grateful that we are having you know, this conversation, Dr. Obama-Hente, because I think it's just a missing link. And I think that so many struggles that Christians have could be totally addressed or remedied by spending that, that daily personal pursuit of God's word.
1: It is. I am a living example. You know, life happens to every single one of us, but I can tell you this because of that daily pursuit and seeking, you know, Matthew six thirty three says, seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The seeking is because if I don't seek him, I can make it in the day. Yes, I mean, if I don't start that Monday seeking him, Monday will not happen. Monday will happen to me. (laughs) So that's the thing. And that is just the absolute truth of it. And so the fact that, Lord, I need you more than this day might say, it's up. I need you every single moment. I need you to breathe on me. I need you to breathe over me. I need to empty my heart to you, not carry any burden that I'm not supposed to. You are the only one. Holy Spirit, I need your insight. I need your strength. I need your knowledge. Show me things I need to know. You know I'm a sheep and I go astray. Oh, please, Lord. This is the seeking every single day. And through the word of God, he shows up, he shows me, and I'm like, wow, Lord. And so my greatest prayer um, in, in releasing the study guide is that men, women, anyone from anywhere, if they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, they will fall afresh in love with him. And if we have believers that have strayed and, you know, their fire is almost out, they will rediscover their first love, why they love Jesus in the first place and his word and the place of his word. God has blessed us with pastors, but pastors cannot live our lives on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for us. And And I know they will say that. But how do we get people to the point to see the importance of their relationship with God? Well, Mm -hmm. us in God's word every single day does something to us. We don't study God's word or read our Bibles or spend time with God in prayer because of a knowledge. No, we do that because the power in God's word. Transforms us and gives the fruit of what a transformed or Christ like life looks like to the world on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The world gets to know that it's not that I don't have anything to say, but the Holy Spirit has taught me self control. Mm -hmm. So through that self control, the fruit of self control, He only allows me to open my mouth for what he wants me to say. It's not like I don't have, I do. But the world gets to see that in believers. They get to see that in our interactions and know that, wow. So the power of God's word is so vital in our Mm day-to-day life. If I have to beg people to read the Bible, I'm doing it. Please read your Bible. Get to know the God of the Bible because we've made things so complicated that the God that has been shown in our culture, people run away from that
0: God. Mm -hmm. It's so so true. It's so true. I think that just really igniting that desire within people. Um, There was something on on your book, Doctor Obama Hente, where you say. There's never been a time like now to know the Bible for yourself. In an age of culture wars, discovering what the Bible says is key to every Christian living a purposeful and impactful life that brings honor and glory to God. Yes, (laughs)
1: ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Very, very true. Yes, Mm ma'am, because when we read the Bible for ourselves, you will not be involved in the culture wars. Mm -hmm. You will understand your place in the world. You will understand you're an ambassador and you represent a kingdom and is not of this world. And you will understand that your um, um, commander-in-chief Uh, Is one that holds everything together and you will discover there's no need to argue with people on anything because you are not contributing to the culture wars. No, Mm -hmm. you are representing a kingdom and you are showing what that kingdom is and looks like. Mm -hmm. When the culture decides that they want to fight it out, they want to go and, you know, go after each other. You let them know. And I'll use the political arena, for example. You let them know that no one political party is perfect.
0: Yes.
1: The culture world doesn't want to hear that.
0: Right. What
1: the culture culture world wants is to say, oh, this one is better than this one. No, none of them are. Only yes. the kingdom of God is flawless and is perfect, and that's yes. where God's people need to be. So, oh, but if yes. we don't study God's word for ourselves to know how Daniel was able to defy the culture war of his day,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that's
1: what he did. He defied the culture of his war of his day because the culture war of his day they got into a debate, and you know how it is, one way or the other. <laughs> all our enemies can agree when they know that they want to target one person. That's what they did to Daniel. Two opposing political parties, all of a sudden, they became friends because they had a target. Daniel, what was the target? He prays to this God that we don't know. Aren't Mm. you commander-in-chief here on earth supposed to be the only God that we worship from these two political parties? Well, let's go after Daniel. They did. Yes, But they got to know the God of Daniel, but it's yeah. the same thing. So we, if we don't know God's word for ourselves, we will get muddied in this culture wars that they just want believers to get involved in. Mm-hmm. And we, we cannot get involved in it because we represent a kingdom. We are an ambassador of an everlasting kingdom. That's and right. there standards for that kingdom and it's in God's word.
0: Mm-hmm. And so for those who are listening right now, Dr. Obama-Hente, who are, you know, the Holy Spirit is speaking to them and they want to go deeper. They want to be able to study their Bibles and knowing how to know the word of God for themselves. Like, where can they find your book on discovering how to study your Bible guide? Where can they get that?
1: Um I think I'm told they can actually find it anywhere now. However, I think I would tell them to start with the worldwide access on Amazon so they will find it. Go to Amazon. Um some people told me they've been requesting different bookstores to carry it um in their area. But go to Amazon, that's um, worldwide, is distributed worldwide through Amazon. They can get that. And um, in the book, if they go to, I believe either page 61 or two is where I highlight the Bible study plans. They can just read through that and see which is the best plan for them. I mean, it can be as simple as a daily bread. You know, Mm -hmm. daily bread has been so consistent through the years Mm -hmm. and it's been around for ages. Mm -hmm. And they do the Bible plan in like three months now before it used to be monthly. But now Mm -hmm. you can actually get three months worth. And that little book, they can put it in their purses, in their briefcases. Mm -hmm. Now, the way they even have it now you can even listen to it audio that even the scripture that is shared for the day sometimes is already written in there. So if you don't carry a Bible with you per se, like a hardcover, you can still have time with God. You can still make it a priority that every single day you're going to read God's word. And the thing I always like to share with people, there's so much benefits. You know, Psalm 103 tells us to bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget Mm. not all his benefits. Mm. The benefits are not only spiritual, the benefits are also physical. Because because we're a three-dimensional being, mm-hmm. the blessings we get from our spirit flows into our soul, flows into our bodies. Yes. And no wonder, um, you know, First John um, 3.10 tells us that, beloved, God wishes above all things that we prosper and be in health as our soul prospers. So there's so much benefit in reading God's word and don't fall into this um, fallacy thinking. And this thinking normally happens in the um, intellectual realm, Um, you know, so-called educated people. They say, oh, only those that are, you know, not educated read the Bible. Please don't buy into that. Mm. Please don't buy into that lie from the pit of hell. Because yeah. what the enemy wants to do, which is why um I'm so excited of what's happening, young people gathering together and experiencing the, the presence of God. There's a reason it's happening on a college campus. Oh,
0: yes. What, because
1: what... God's glory is basically telling all those lies of the enemy that, oh, those that read the Bible, they're people that are just not, you know, they're not mm-hmm. smart, they're foolish, they're this. Please don't buy into that. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you look at the history of inventors around the world, you find out that most of those inventors were men and women of God. You know why? Because God was able to show them what they invented. That's how powerful it is when we work with God. So don't believe this hype and this lie that only those that are not intelligent, leave for Jesus, are Jesus freak, are Jesus people. Please do not buy into it.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that. And for those of you that may not know what's going on with the young people at Asbury University, there is a revival going on where there's been 24-7 worship where people are coming in from all over, not only the U.S., but people are flying in from overseas because God is doing a work in the foundation of the hearts of this Generation Z um, as they are called. And one of the things that I've been reading about and studying in my own time, Dr. Obama Hinte, is that throughout the book of Chronicles, there were five revivals that were notable. And the key and the central focus of why the revivals broke out was because of the word of God. Amen. It was because of the word of God. That is how revival takes place with the foundation of the word. And as you were sharing, Dr. Obamahente, we can't believe the lies that we shouldn't read the Bible. The Bible is antiquated. It's outdated. And none of that can be farther away from the truth. It is a total lie that this is our foundation this is our life this is our connection to our our creator by knowing his mind and getting to know who God is as well as our our history as the as the body of Christ yes
1: very very true you said it so well um the foundation of revival god's word and out of that you know um, in reading his word, we're praying his word and we're reading his word, we're um, eating his word, we're meditating on his word and we're digesting his word. It is, that is where um, that hunger comes from, you know, and it it just expands and God ensures that the fire Is continually burning in our hearts for Mm. him, for his word, for his people, for the things of God. Um, We have to ask him. This is something we ask him and he's faithful to make sure that we um, have that exactly. So if people are out there and they're like, well, I can't really relate to this. I don't have any desire. Just say, God, if you are real, Mm. show yourself to me.
0: Can be as simple as that. You will be surprised at what he will do. Yes, indeed. Wow. Dr. Obama Hente, I have truly enjoyed our time together and this so life changing and much needed conversation surrounding um, the Word of God. Is there anything that you would like to? share and partying with our listeners today?
1: What I would love to share with them. And thank you again for having me. I have enjoyed our time. It just, um, It's almost like a fireside chat um, of God's word. And um, not only God's word, we dived into even some of our culture. I've enjoyed that. I think my parting words will be um, Psalm 23. Um, mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd. And um, I know in the book I chronicle it and I share how I'm studying that um, even most recently as I wrote has really revolutionized my life. And I want every believer, a man, woman of God that loves the Lord deeply. To recommit into studying Psalm um, 23 in a fresh new way, and you will be amazed at how you're going to find this shepherd, that the Lord is your shepherd. And I share there that, you know, for me, the Lord is my shepherd right this moment, right this moment. This moment of all that is happening in our world, in my life, the Lord is my shepherd. It gives me great assurance and peace knowing he's my shepherd. I write at this moment, the Lord is my shepherd in my daily living. So whether it's Monday that is thrown at me or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there's no concern whatsoever because the Lord is my shepherd of Monday, of Tuesday, of Wednesday day. And many times, you know, we live lives in seasons and it doesn't matter what season, how it may look like. It may be spring for you. It may be summer for you. It may be winter. It may be fall. You can say with all assurance, the Lord is my shepherd in every season. And Mm -hmm. that is my parting word for all my brothers and sisters out there to rediscover the power of God's word in Psalm 23, because indeed, the Lord is our shepherd. We lack nothing.
0: Amen. Thank you so, so much. And I just have one last request. Would you mind Dr. Hinte saying a prayer for those who want to reconnect to God through the study of his word? I will be honored
1: to, yes father thank you once again thank you we committed our time even into your hands and you've brought us to this point we thank you for our fellow brothers and sisters men and women out there young and old wanting to reconnect with you through your word holy spirit you are the only one that does this so well we ask that the spirit of the living god will shine even upon every hungry heart, every needing heart, every desiring heart, every heart with a flicker of desire to reconnect with you, Lord, through your word. Holy Spirit, we ask that you will shine forth the light of God's love unto them. They will feel that warm fuzzy that one fuzzy, they will know it is you beckoning them that it's okay. And Lord Jesus, I thank you just as you've shown up in dreams and people's sleeps that you will show up just like you did when you resurrected, you were able to scale through thick walls and show yourself. Will you show yourself to our brothers and our sisters, to our young and old father that are designed to reconnect that Lord or oh God, they will get to know you through your word give them a desire and lord we pray that lord Through your word, they'll get to know this amazing grace and amazing love of their God, the God that created them in his very own image. We thank you in advance for many coming to you because the Holy Spirit has drawn them and Jesus has made himself known to them, whether through a whisper in their ears or through a nudge in their heart or even through human connection, oh God, drawing them to the Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Thank you again, Dr. Obama-Hente. It has truly been my pleasure to have you on the show today.
1: It has been an absolute honor. I cannot thank you enough. I am just grateful um, for you, who you are, for your ministry, and us getting to do this together again in empowering and equipping the body of Christ, and not just the body of Christ, but the world at large, because I believe strongly that God is going to draw someone, somewhere to him through this. So thank you again. Thank you for your amazing work.
0: Oh, thank you so much, and God bless you, Obama Hente. And may God continue to bless the work of your hands and all that He has called you to do for the kingdom of God. God bless you, Amen. Thank you so much. I love you, love you too, Dr. Obama Hente. God bless. Bye bye. The Bible is known as the greatest book ever written. Through its pages, we understand who God is, our purpose, and what the will of the Lord is. With the help of the Holy Spirit and having the right tools, such as Dr. Hinte's book, we can reach optimal health spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Second Timothy 3.16 reminds us that all scripture is breathed out of God and is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. The Bible is our nourishment. It successfully changes our thinking in personal relationships, enjoyment and fulfillment in life, in our careers, character development, and more. Studying the Bible provides wisdom, perspective, ideas, principles, and truths that elevate, stretch, clarify, strengthen, and even sanctify our thinking. According to Romans 12 and 2, the Word of God is the principal way to renew our mind. It changes our heart. We are a people who live in a fallen and a sinful world. In and of ourselves, we can never change our hearts. But God's word brings transformation in our innermost being, changing our hearts so that we can reflect His image. The Bible cleanses our soul. It is the medicine that we need to counterattack the enemy's strategy to contaminate our mind, our will, and our emotions with toxins from the world, such as television, social media, and even sinful memories. We all need a regular dose of cleansing that comes from studying the Bible. I want to encourage you to make Bible study a part of your regular walk with God. Join a group of sisters that can help you on your journey because doing so can help you to become the spiritually healthy woman that God desires for you. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I pray that it blessed and challenged you to move towards living the abundant life that God has for you. If so, would you stop right now to share this episode with someone who has been praying to improve their health spiritually, physically, or emotionally? I would love it if you could take 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know that you're liking the show. Also, it rocks my world to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to my free community, rakesiamcmillancommunity.com to grab your free gifts. I have everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Also, head over to rikissiamcmillan.com to explore my health products and sign up for my free complimentary health coaching. My prayer for you will always be 3rd John 2. My beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.